If you love the idea of mindful eating and healthy living, join me, Izal Hoffman, lifestyle chef, food editor and author, as we explore ways of achieving health and balance. My guest this week is a woman who lives to create gorgeous and mindful spaces for us to spend our time in. Because when we think mindfulness, it's not only about living in the moment, but also about where you find yourself in that moment. Now to talk mindful spaces, I'd like to welcome the very talented Bianca Boas, who is a multifunctional fashion and interior designer and advisor with an international footprint. From designing Shakes Palaces to a McDonald's, Bianca has done it all and beautifully too. Welcome to Mindful Living. Thank you for having me, Azal. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Now, first things first, let's start right at the beginning. What does mindful living mean to you and where did your journey start? First and foremost, I'd say mindful living to me is I have to place God as head of my mind. So he's he's my main focus, something I want to live and um, act out. I think it creates who I am as a person in terms of my morals, my values, what my outlook is to life. Um, and I think that filters through into my job, into my family, being a mother, to my friends. So I think a mindful and a good mindful, clear mind is having God as head of my home and head of my life. And I think that plays the most important role for me. Oh, yes, you've hit the nail just on the head there because at the end of the day, you need to be content with who you are as a person. And I mean, I'm sitting on the other side of the mic here and you are radiating confidence. And are you looking absolutely gorgeous Thanks, today? Giselle. But tell us a little bit, where did everything start? Tell us all about Thanks, this. Thanks, Giselle. Well, I come from a very, very close-knit family, which in today's times I think is beyond a blessing to come from the family that I've been brought up. I mean, I've got a Greek father and a Lebanese mother. And my father has always been, well, he's an engineer pattern maker by trade, always been into bespoke joinery. And it was something my family just grew up with is watching my father doing the fit out of restaurants and homes and hospitality and hotels. And I think as children, it just became an extension of who we were. So we would be spending weekends with him, going to site visits, watching the bar being built in a restaurant and him always pointing out right that's wrong look at that look at that so I I started to become trained from young kids Mm -hmm. not knowing that it was actually the greatest learning part of our careers so as time took on um, my father bless him each gave the three of us kids the -hmm. opportunity to go study what our heart's desires were yeah I went and had uh, I did my high school degree at uh, the National School of the Arts and I specialized in art yes which then made me realize I have a complete passion for shoes so I wanted to become a fashion designer so we could be friends we could definitely be friends obsession I could draw shoes for days so I studied fashion which uh, I got my degree in I actually came second in the Smirnoff International Fashion Design so I I achieved in very well when I was studying in fashion Mm -hmm. but then my dad grabbed me and he's like give me one year of your time come work for me let me teach you this industry and if you hate it, go back to fashion. You've lost mm-hmm. nothing. You're young. And um, he basically placed me in his factory, sitting on all the, the tables where they were manufacturing all the woodwork and made me watch. Yeah. And I think now that I look back, it was the biggest blessing my father could have ever done because I didn't mm-hmm. understand what timber was. I didn't understand manufacturing. I didn't even understand how to measure. Yeah. But I knew how to draw and I had an eye for it. Yeah. And... Um, he then 
every afternoon I'd come home from his factory and he'd make me remeasure all the items in the house and uh, measure up the kitchen, redraw it, remeasure. And he taught me hands on the principles of design. Yeah. And that just led into my career of one client of the, after the next started saying, oh, Bianca, can you just design this? And can you just design this for us? And <laughs> it started from little home pieces to then I was awarded um, by four news group. They owned news cafes. Mm-hmm. They were also personal friends of my dad. He had built the first news cafe in Hatfield. Oh, bless your dad's yeah. soul. Like all the years of news cafes, you know, growing yeah. up, vasty life. And he built many of them. And <laughs> yes. actually, they gave me the platform to start in my career. And I designed the first news cafe in Soweto, which was their anchor store. Yeah. I didn't understand the first thing about electrical plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brickwork. I just stole all these other designers' plans, started copying them and studying them Mm. and I pulled off a very successful job which led to my career right now of designing restaurants I think what really stands out for me here well in in fact I think there's two things is that you first of all absolutely passionate about what you're doing but also when you change the way you look at things Mm. the things you look at change and I really think that's sort of what your dad gifted you with you know when he made you like shadow work a little bit in the factory to try and understand because we all like I mean take myself and being a chef you know for example it's quick and easy to walk into a grocery store and just pick things off the shelf but for that perfect avocado to be on the shelf there's been a whole chain of people that had to do their job to the best of their ability in order to get this perfect avocado on the shelf and oh geez just if there's a brown spot we all come plain but um i think really you know that's sort of one of the biggest gifts and and i think what stands out and that's why i think you're so passionate also about what you're doing also uh, your dad from a young age you know showed you those quality things that money can't buy just really make you appreciate all the little things and it's those little things that becomes the attention to detail things later on especially with design work i mean i'm dying to actually tell listeners what of the beautiful restaurant spaces in Joburg has got your little tick behind the name and i mean they stand out because of the attention to detail that you give to things and you know it's just saying that it's like today we're in a family business obviously and my dad had headed it up and we're fortunate enough that my brother is our CEO of Blackline Group and he he took the bull by the horns and um, opened Blackline and to come into work every single day and have the unity of your family mm-hmm. in the same environment what more could I ask for to have every single person who be it our staff or our family members there's such a great synergy and love and passion and safe space I mean you spend more time at work than you do with your own family so I've been very fortunate to be able to do what I love with the people I love and our staff just become an extension of who we are Mm -hmm. and even through to our clients they end up becoming personal friends and I think that that gives me a passion of what I do not just designing a shop it's it's about the relationship that we've built and I love that because it, it just always comes back to the mindfulness, you know, it's those relationships, really understanding your client means you really, you're going to design something that they really want. Because if you understand the personality behind something, you know what it's going to want at the end of the day, you know, listening to you and your work set up. I mean, often people say that, you know, to work with family is the worst thing. And also that you always take business home, but 
there is a positive to that and there is a negative. And I think that's got a lot to do with mindset because the glass is always half, but you need to decide if it's half full or half empty. And and I really think you, you see it from the optimistic side of life. And um, yeah, how do you recharge you as Bianca and, you know, always just keeping your cup full? Because yes, self-care and self-love is important, but often people think it's being selfish. Mm. Your thoughts on that? Well, being a full-time mother yeah. and working a full-time job, I think for me, it's and yet again, it would be what leaves my soul fulfilled. And that's me spending my weekends with my kids, yeah. with my family. I have a great group of girlfriends. Um, that fills my soul because I love people. So when I get to spend and hang out with people I love, that fills me up. So so that's my time out and just recharging and just, just relaxing with them. It's... It's what fills me up. Yeah. Because you can't overflow from an empty cup. Mm-mm. So you've got need to have those ways of recharging and refilling those cups. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd have to <laughs> travel more. Yeah. And have some time out, but, but thank God we've been busy and we've been going at it. So yeah. So there has to be just the, the time out with the family and definitely always around food. Being a Greek yes. and Lebanese household, <laughs> there's always food. Well, I always say the kitchen is the heart of the home. And uh, yes, you get to design the beautiful spaces and I get to cook on the stove if I'm lucky. But, uh, you know, I'm curious and I need to ask you, like, I don't judge, right? I don't sit in restaurants and then order food and think to myself, oh, I could have made this better. Do you ever sit down in a restaurant or a living space and then you're like, I would have designed this a whole lot better? Absolutely. (laughs) Always. You do. (laughs) To be honest, I think there's no right or wrong way of design. It's just a personal, personal feelings and what I like in that. Yeah. But I think I have a good understanding of the technical, functional working areas of a restaurant and where they've gone wrong and the yes. practical side. But visually, yeah, I mean, I've been fortunate to live in the Middle East mm. for the last six years, being surrounded by some of the best restaurants in the world and hotels and environments. So my eyes also been accustomed to seeing such exquisite seven-star places yeah. and um, so exciting to see South Africa right now and seeing the growth in terms of our offerings here as a country right now because I believe we are creating these spaces that are of five-star platforms that could meet any expectation worldwide. So, um, yeah, but I, I do get judgmental <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> and also another thing, coming from a chef point of view here, I often look at food in a restaurant and think to myself, Great meal, but I would have plated it different, right? And I think that's so important from the beginning of implementation of design. I mean, you can't exactly go serve a hot dog in a little paper bag in a five-star restaurant in the spaces that you sort of design. So how important would you say is the kind of music to the kind of, you know, items found on the menu to sort of enhance pretty much the spaces that you've created? Well, Isal, there's something I go by. (laughs) (laughs) There is no design if there's no thrill to the touch which relates to all five senses in its sight or smell or hearing or taste or touch and that needs to come out in any restaurant any hotel any environment you need to leave there with your senses being you just feel it and it it needs to work holistically so if it's coming from a plate that you're going to be serving from the conceptual side of when i get briefed by our clients we look at all aspects so what plates you're going to be using, what music's going to be playing, yeah. what scent's going to come through the bathroom. It's so important that it, there's a holistic feel in any environment that we create. 
Yeah. And tell me, what inspires you? Say, for instance, I had to come to you and say, listen, I am putting up a mind for living restaurant. And this is sort of the kind of, you know, food I'm going to be serving. How do you go about what triggers your brain to say, oh, this would be great with that? Do you do you have certain little routines you do to get inspired? Um, do you just have a cup of tea and close your eyes and just envision it? You know, I'm always so curious and I always ask creative people, what do you do? You know, well, well first of all, I'm so lucky to be surrounded by the clientele base that I work with because I get the opportunity to work with huge creatives, especially for recently Rich Manisi is one of my clients. I haven't met an individual like him in years. Highly creative, just a powerhouse of a soft heart and, you know, working with a client that just his feedback and their interpretation, I get I get inspired by what they are as an individual and yeah. taking out, looking at his Instagram and seeing his lifestyle and the way he lives and what he went, wants to re- represent as an individual, for example, and interpreting my vision of what I see. So I think people, my clients as an individual is my first point of inspiration. Yeah. And then branching out from there and creating storyboards and mood boards. So you're reading people very well. I love people. So <laughs> and whatever yeah. I'm creating, be it at a home, it needs to be an extension of who that person is. Yeah. There's no point in me creating a home that doesn't represent that person that's going to be living in that home. Oh, I absolutely love that. Now, in front of you is my cookbook called mm-hmm. Mindful Eating. It's 78 recipes to eat yourself to better health. Now, what would you say is a good relationship with food while you're paging through all my creative juices that I've put there on the paper for you? So, it's uh, me being Mediterranean. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I'm definitely going to look at this lamb and fix cure right now. With Ooh. apricot glaze. It's like a stout <laughs> dye in a... Oh, yeah, that recipe never delicious. disappoints. I always say to people, if you got your, your mother-in-law or someone important coming over and you really need to impress them, right? That looks very difficult, very impressive, mm-hmm. but it's straightforward. Looks if you can read, you can make that. Looks absolutely divine. So... And I would do this with your oven-roasted butternut wedges. This oh. would be perfect for my family. I absolutely love butternuts. Be- such a beautiful anti-inflammatory. It actually contains quite a bit of vitamin C in yes. as well. So a lot of people don't realize it's quite an immune-boosting vegetable, apart from the bright orange color. I always try and sneak in butternut wherever I can. And you can make them savory or you can make them sweet. So, it, it, you know, it can mm. play quite an important role on the plate right. because for me it's always about balance at the end of the day but what would you then say you say your favorite recipe is obviously that right what would and would you say about my my eating habits as yes my, my eating habits Oy. well i do intermittent fasting yes and um, i would say generally i have my first meal which is generally a soup mm. around about uh, 11 12 yeah and then so, i come home to a feast i'm blessed with my mother who puts on a full spread every single night so oh wow we when are, am i coming <laughs> for dinner <laughs> so i'm definitely not a chef but, but dinner would have to be i think my main meal mm. of my day and i'm I love food. Yeah. I mean, I'm always in beautiful restaurants and environments, so no one has ever told me, no, you cannot eat that. Yeah. So I love tasting 
new flavors and different experiences of food and that's so no I'm open to trying anything is there something you don't eat eggs. that we need to eggs. eat eggs. eggs why eggs I, I got put off by nursery school <laughs> they used to so do funny. scrambled <laughs> eggs and those chopped up roast ve- those little vegetables uh, out of the packets no I yes. cannot even crack an egg today oh my goodness so how do you bake do you eat cake at least I don't bake <laughs> <laughs> you don't bake okay let's skip this question off on to the next one now if listeners actually want to know more about what you are doing and what spaces you get to create. Where can we give you a follow and see what you're all about? Thanks, Suzelle. Well, on my personal capacity, you can follow <laughs> Bianca underscore Boas on Instagram. Yes. You can follow us on Blackline Group um, on Instagram. You can have a look at our website. It's blacklinegroup.ae. We're constantly posting contents of the latest projects on a day-to-day basis of what we're doing and the involvement. I mean, Blackline being a turnkey fit-out company, we undertake the project from interception of design right through to completion. Mm. And you can see some of the latest products. We've just done the, the refurbishment of marble right now. Okay. We've built Zoo, which is up for a few awards now. The I actually went there for my birthday. I love the concept of that restaurant. It's, it's all about sharing. And, and I think that mm. was sort of, it made an impression on so me. Good. Because yeah. think about it quickly. It's not often that your other half offers to share something, right? <laughs> so now he takes you to a restaurant and you have to sort of share food. And I just, I, I thought that was so quirky. Yeah, I'm like, this is not your choice. This is the restaurant's <laughs> choice. And they ask us to share food. But I think everything was so well thought through. The attention to detail. Absolutely. They thought about every, everything from the uniforms to the way that the food is served right through to the decor. So yeah. we wish them all the best of luck in the restaurant oh. and bar ward. So, yeah, we've done some incredible spaces in Tang, in Samson uh-huh. Square. I mean, mm-hmm. their food is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Definitely. I'm uh, also quite a fan of the small portions mm. and the like tapas kind of style. Absolutely. Now, I'm a firm believer that if you link your passion with your paycheck, that you will never work a day in your life. And, and I think we've already touched on that quite a bit. I mean, you're such a passionate person with regards to design, but what can we sort of expect from you more for, for the rest of the year? We work in Ironwall. A beautiful furniture range that I'm excited to launch. Oh. Um, it's been a passion of mine for the last two years. Are it's you going to invite us to the launch? Absolutely. <laughs> so it's something that's very dear to my heart and I've invested a lot of time in it. Mm. Um, it'll just be an extension of who I am and just having beautiful, luxurious pieces. And we could do in some incredible uh, homes at the moment, some new restaurants that haven't been released yet, but um, we're working on. And there's a fantastic project, uh, We Are Egg, in Rosebank that's going to be launched at the end of next I month. I saw that. I love those concept stores. And I love store in store. And we're that. working with some fantastic creatives that are launching their brands and in retail in those spaces. So that's been a lot of fun and pushing me out of my box and creatively. So, yeah, I'll post some final <laughs> products soon. Well, I absolutely can't wait. What would you say, you know, would be important for people to take home if there's maybe someone out there listening today and they just need a bit of encouragement i mean you radiate such positive energy and i mean surely that must stem from somewhere but it's not it's a daily thought you need to be very conscious every day the Mm. type of day you want to have the type of outcome you want to have it doesn't just you wake up and you feel like you're going to work every day Mm. you need to be from and that's what i believe where i see this collaboration between fashion and interiors the way Mm. i represent myself the way i get dressed for work it's already creating my outlook for the day i'm going to have and then just just feeling inspired and hoping for the best because i've got nothing to lose and 
I believe every day the more you put in, God can only bless you even more. Yeah. And it doesn't fall from the sky. Yeah. And the harder you work, the more fun you have. I mean, it's a journey, so you might as well enjoy it and just stop seeing that cup half full. Mm. Start seeing it overflowing. And that's yeah. what I believe I live by. Mm. And it, it, it honestly, it shows. Guys, you may see a phenomenal outfit today. She looks like a superstar. I actually had to re-look at my outfit I arrived with this morning. Yeah. But I think what you said is so important. You know, don't compare yourself to someone else because the Lord does not make mistakes. We're all here for a reason. We all have different fingerprints for a reason. And if if you try to be like someone else, you're only going to be a very maybe a very good copy if you succeed at doing that mm. but you're never going to be authentic you and, and i think that is so important at the end of the day because with covid with social media a lot of people started spending a lot of more time on social media and did a lot more comparisons and that's where depression came about and you know all the negative things that came from that and yes there is still those little rays of sunshines like yourself that is just such a beautiful reminder to us that it's okay to be who we were meant to be at the end of the day i know and i get a great a great personal feeling after i leave a client and they're like it was so good to see you you lifted me up in spirit so it's just if you can uplift someone and make their day better and just be that ear to listen to and be there for people because Mm. i think today people are also become so selfish so self-centered and don't actually stop and be there for someone Uh, it gives me my self-fulfillment that I have more of a purpose in life than just designing and being there for people is so important Mm. how important do you believe is giving back and would you say that's the key to happiness always (laughs) I love that you've got to give to receive right yes so but not expecting it but give from a good heart and that's it I think by giving back to people being there for people is my form of giving being that ear my phone doesn't stop if you were my friend or anyone, you know you can call me at any time. I will be there for you. And I'm proud of that. And it's not many people you can count on, say, in life. And yeah. I think, yes, you're right. With COVID, people have hit a depression. People aren't their same self. Life's at a much quicker pace. Mm-hmm. And um, I think people questioning, like, what is their purpose? That is very important, yes. Mm. Are you living your purpose? Earlier you also said that you spend more time at work than at home. So if you're not happy with your work environment, either change your work environment or change your mindset towards your work environment. Maybe just a few like tips that you can give people that's trying to uplift their home space a little bit. Absolutely. So if you look at your your space, it's an, actually a reflection of who you are as a person. So, okay. so if your fridge has been left with rotten food, for example, mm. or your house has been cluttered with magazines and the bed not being done, and that's a reflection of yourself internally. Don't mm. you feel like once you've done a good clean out and organization of your area, you feel like you've yes. got a, a new start, a fresh... Mm cleaning out your fridge and sorting out you feel organized yeah so if, if you as an individual walk into your space see what's not necessary declutter first and then take the environment and realize you're in the space every time paint it in, in a color that's going to reflect you in a space that you'd want to be surrounding yourself with in a neutral mm. harmonizing tone and then building the the finishes up in the room layering and that you know, from my side, thank you so much for, you know, coming into studio today. And I'm sure you're going to encourage listeners to be more authentic themselves and to play around with beautiful spaces at home. 
Thanks, yourself. Oh, it's been absolutely wonderful being on the show. It's an only a pleasure. And there we have it, uh, Bianca Boas. Give her a follow on her social media. And uh, yes, have a look at what Blackline is creating. But from my side, lots of love. I'm Isabel Hoffman. Thanks for joining me as we journey towards mindful living. Find more at jacarandafm.com. Click on Jackpot.